0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 212. Today is Friday, April 7th, 2023. If you guys are listening on Spotify and you're not following Elijah Fire Podcast yet, go ahead and follow us. That'll really help us out, especially if you find yourself continuing to come back here um, also, if you are listening on the Spotify app, make sure to rate this podcast with an honest review. That'll really help us out. And wherever you guys are listening to this podcast, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, that'll really help us out. Podbean, if you're one of those Podbean people, um, that'll really help us out, you guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. All right. So we got a lot of ground to cover today. Today is going to be a meaty, dense episode. Very great. We're going to be talking about prophecy. We love prophecy, right? Right. Uh, so my guest today, he's a prophet. He's also an author and he's also a Christian YouTuber. Let's give it up for my guest today. Troy black. Troy black.
2: Hey, Jeff. What's up, man?
1: Hey, welcome back to Elijah fire, man. Man. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about prophecy specifically. Prophecy fulfilled, which is awesome sometimes you release prophecies, you, not just as in you, but you as in prophetic individuals, we can release a prophecy and we might not see the fulfillment of it. It actually could outlive us, you know, so the fulfillment of it could actually happen. We're seeing it with Kim Clement. We're seeing that with, I mean, we saw that with uh, prophecies in the Old Testament getting fulfilled hundreds of years later. Um, But it is always a special thing when we get to see a prophecy fulfilled. So um, you can set this up however you want and you can just jump right in, man.
2: Yeah. So this is what the Lord asked me to talk about. You know, when I prayed about what, what am I supposed to share in this, in this episode? And a couple of things I want to mention before I jump into, I think we're going to be, if we have time, we're going to talk about five different prophetic words that were shared over this last year or so. Um, and then what happened after the fact, uh, the first thing I want to mention is that, uh, I want it to be very clear that, I am literally just a Christian trying to be obedient to the Lord, you know, so this is not me trying to say, Hey, look at me or something like that. Yep. Like I understand that I am just a vessel and I'm a, I'm a weak vessel, you know, at the end of the day mm-hmm. and anyone who the Lord speaks through it's, it is something that God is doing, you know, and he could literally use anyone. <laughs> and so that's something that I try to keep in mind. Um, I mean, he literally prophesied through Saul, you know, while Saul was, you know, being rebellious against God and trying to kill God's anointed next, Mm -hmm. you know, next king. So it's like, it's, it's an honor. And it's always a, you know, something that I want to, I want to keep it that way, you know, from that perspective um, to be able to, to even be able to hear the voice of the Lord. But right. At the same time, it's something that his children should expect, you know, like, it's not, it shouldn't be a rarity, you know, it's something that as his children, you know, we don't have to be a prophet. We don't have to have, even a gift of prophecy in uh, the traditional sense to hear God's voice and to be led by him. So my hope for this today is that it will be an encouragement, not just you know, for those you know, who are sharing prophetic words online or something like that, or not just for those who are, are hearing prophetic words, you know, especially about news, what's happening in the world today, all that kind of stuff, but that it would be an encouragement for every believer who would say, hey, I would love to hear God's voice more clearly, or I'm in a season where I'm praying about something and I need some guidance from the Lord, or I need yeah. a specific word from the Lord about what I'm going through, you know, and just that expectation would rise. And there would be this level of faith that would rise up and say, hey, I know God's going to speak to me, not because I've earned it, but because I'm his child, and because he loves me and because what Jesus did on the cross, you know, and that's not a God, you'd better speak to me or else type of, you know, but it's like a, yeah, like, it's too. just an expectation. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a simple childlike faith. Um, and I, and I love that. I love that perspective. And that's where I'm, I'm praying that I'll, I'll say, but, but yeah, just a few verses about prophecy. This, this is kind of to set up some of these, some of these words, because when I look for a fulfillment on prophecy, oftentimes I'm not looking, I'm not actively looking. I just go about my business and then, you know, something will come up or the Lord will point me to something. There have been yeah. times where there have literally been times where I'm just working and the Lord will say, stop what you're doing and pull up the headlines right now, you know? And so I'll stop and I'll pull it and I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is the thing the Lord spoke about, you know, like last month or whatever. So it's like, there've been times like that. Other times it's not, it's not that clear. Um, but this is what first Corinthians 13, nine says. It says for we know in part and prophesy in part. So we need to make sure we understand that like sometimes with prophetic words, there's a word of knowledge that's very specific to something happening in the world, either, either that has happened, that is happening or will happen. Other times prophecy is more metaphorical or it's, it's targeted more towards a spiritual application or spiritual truth or something that god is trying to encourage the body with mm-hmm. and so sometimes with that form of prophecy like you're going to get a part of something you know but you're not going to get the full picture you know so when i look for a fulfillment there there are times there's kind of three categories i would put and this is just for me me personally what I, how i see it it's like there's three categories one is like oh there's no doubt here this is exactly what god said it's happening you know there's that category of fulfillment. Then there's hey this i believe this is a fulfillment it's very clear that it's it correlates very well and it looks the same you know but it's like you're looking at it kind of through a a glass darkly you know like there there is it's like it's a little metaphorical in some senses and then there's this other one where it's like i wasn't expecting something to happen but what i heard now there's this thing that's happening that's very either the timing is very you know timely or it's very similar in relation so now I'm looking at that as a confirmation of what the Lord said. You know, I wasn't expecting this, but now I'm seeing that that's that's what that is. So kind of three categories there. So we're gonna see a little of all of that today. Um, but real quick, why what's the point of following up? What's the point? Number one is uh accuracy is a good thing, you know, it's not a bad thing. Um right. so it's good to be accountable, it's good, it's mm-hmm. good to follow up with stuff. And like you said, some prophetic words don't get fulfilled until. A long time later, you know the Old Testament prophets prophesying about the Messiah coming. None of the fulfillment of that, you know. Uh, Even Abraham didn't see the fulfillment of the word God gave to him, the promise God gave to him, Mm -hmm. until a long time later. You know, we get to see it, like in the Scripture, but he didn't get to see it in his lifetime, um, except for the specific promise of an heir. He did see that, but not the not the promise of all the nations being blessed, you Mm -hmm. know, through his seed and specifically. And so, there is accuracy is a good thing, but also every time that prophecy is shared there's a chance for uh the testimony of jesus christ to go to the unbelieving world we see that first corinthians 14 uh there's just there's this description of an unbeliever hearing prophecy and literally falling on their face and saying okay god is real <laughs> you know like that's yeah. something that could happen uh but then also that same chapter it talks about how the church should be edified and exhorted and, and consoled through prophecy as well so there should be a building up that's happening in the body so that's my that's my hope for today is that that people are yeah. built up
1: through this. Well, and honestly, too. Look, the the other thing that's really you know pretty obvious is is that it glorifies God. Like it, right. and, and you know, guys, you know, I quote Isaiah fifty five eleven a lot, but for the sake of those who don't hear me say it all the time, but it is so. Is the word that goes out from my mouth it will not return empty, but will accomplish what I desire, and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So. God's word will be fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. So um, the appropriate response to a prophetic word is faith, obviously, and testing, of course, of course, Um, you know, and but seeing a fulfilled word, it does glorify God and and testifying of that does glorify God. And that's the heart behind this. So honestly, Troy, too, you're in good company. You know, the Elijah list, Elijah streams, they do this kind of thing where we do. Have, we release prophetic words, but we also show the fulfillment of those words and we'll bring right. on prophets to talk about and testify about words that get fulfilled. So you're in good company. So,
2: yeah. And I love that. You know, yeah. I, I think I used to think I used to think oh, I'll just throw words out and I never have to actually follow up. And then slowly over time, the Lord began to show me like, no, it's important, you know, to keep to keep track of what's going on yeah. and to follow up. So this is the first one I want to jump into. This is something I shared uh that I heard from the Lord. Uh, a lot of times I'll hear from the Lord maybe weeks in advance before I actually share a word. I'll pray about it, try to share it when he leads me to share it. Sometimes it's only a few days in advance. But I shared this uh, back in January of uh, of 2022. And the actual video was titled God Showed Me This About March 2022. Uh, so if you want to see the full video, that's the title. But Um, This is I'm going to give a brief overview uh, and and read some of the actual word that I shared. So what I saw was this actually a vision of this large baseball stadium packed and uh, with the stadium. It went like all the way around the field and was like packed all the way around. Then I saw a tornado coming barreling through the crowd and through the people. And then I saw this image that reminded me of like the Shriners Masonic Lodge, like with the G and the compass, you know, like the Shriners image there. Mm -hmm. Um, or the Mason's image. I'm not sure which one it is. But then, and then I saw a word like O and then K, uh, like high up on a sign in the air. I saw an image of like the Louisiana state shape. And then I heard this phrase, a revolution among my people in that state, talking about Louisiana. And then I heard this phrase, finish the game without fear, call my people higher. I'm trying to tell you it's okay. And And then I heard, I'm with my people. If I can just get them to believe my voice and my word, everything will be Okay, so it's interesting because I went and I looked up afterwards. I was like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> like, these are a lot of things mixed together. Mm-hmm. This is yep. what I found, and could I have known this ahead of time? Absolutely. I did. I know I didn't. But uh, in a second, I'm going to share what I couldn't have known ahead of time. Um. So what I did find was that there was an LSU uh, versus Oklahoma baseball game happening uh, in Texas. So you have you've got uh, LSU, you've got Louisiana, you've got Oklahoma, you got Texas. So this baseball game is happening. Uh, I believe in March. Let me make sure that that's the correct. Uh, yes, I believe it's March. And what ended up happening was there is an epic comeback. So this is the actual title of, of a uh, someone, um, you know, reporting on that LSU comeback shows fortitude and five, four extra innings thriller win over Oklahoma. So Louisiana. One in this thriller extra inning. I think there were 11 innings and it was and it says Thompson walk off completes epic comeback. So this baseball game that had an epic comeback. So I found that and I actually shared that. And here's the cool thing was it was the actual game that was being played was part of the Shriners College Classic. Oh, wow. Well, I saw that image of the Shriners logo, and then I went and I looked it up and found that this game was part of the Shriners College Classic. So they've got that logo literally on the, the baseball game and the program and everything. Wow. Yeah. So I w- when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that is cool. So I went and I actually watched the highlight reel of the game. I missed the game. I watched the highlight reel. During the highlight reel, I was expecting something crazy to happen, right? You know, and I was like waiting for something to happen because we prophesy in part. We see in part. I didn't exactly know what I was looking for. But I watched the highlight reel. And what I what I heard during that was uh, the announcer say, roof, open, great weather. And I heard this phrase, ironic from the Lord, like as I I heard them say, roof, open, great weather. And then I heard just the word ironic. Huh. And I was like, okay, interesting. So I shared I shared those uh, the words that I shared there earlier. I shared that in January. What actually ended up happening in March so I, I had that vision of the baseball stadium. You've got the game that was being played. You've got the the tornado that barrels through. Right, the game was played in Texas between Oklahoma and Louisiana. So you got those three states in March. What happened was, and here's here's a uh, just one of the titles of one of the and and actually this is the ABC News one. There was one of these that y'all didn't want me to read. Now I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I think it was here. This might be the wrong one. Anyways, I'm sorry. But it says uh, results tornado outbreak in texas oklahoma kills one injures at least 10 this came out on the 22nd of march and then it says at least 20 tornadoes were reported in texas and oklahoma monday night so it was a tornado outbreak yeah and this is another one another one of those uh headlines this came out on the 23rd the next day system that spawned deadly tornadoes in texas and louisiana threatens more severe weather as it moves east so these tornadoes were in Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana, and actually, uh, this one reports that there were over. Make sure I get it right. Uh, well, one of them reported that there were over thirty-one. I think tornadoes reported. Uh, I don't think I have it listed here, but so don't quote me on that. But it, it wasn't just twenty; it was actually more than that. Uh, anyways, this is, this is this is just a really quick um, another interesting thing that happened was the amount of tornadoes and the amount of damage that was done versus how many people were actually injured or killed was, it was insane. So this is what one person said in that article, everybody's okay, but I don't see how just the grace of God that was in the article. Like, I don't see how everyone's okay. It's just the grace of God. And uh, the other article I just referenced said it was a miracle. More people weren't injured. Interesting. So just this idea of like this crazy thing happening uh, and then, you know, obviously God stepping in and doing something. And there were literally billions of dollars in damage. Like, it's it's just the crazy thing about. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah. you're
1: talking about twenty plus tornadoes all at once. Yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. It's,
2: it's anyways. It's just it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, this is what I heard the Lord say after that though, and this is what I shared. I did a follow up video, and I and this is what I shared. This simple message: There's a comeback win for my people, and it's not in striving; it's in the rest I provide for them. So that was a super encouraging thing that the Lord shared with me after the fact. And one of the other things the Lord um, kind of talked to me about involving this like Shriner's image and everything before we move on to the next one was, you know, a lot of times people will, will try to, uh, will, will focus on the mark of the beast, which obviously we should not be unaware of the things that are going on in the world. You know, but then we'll, we'll try to attach certain images to it or try to attach certain marks to it, things mm-hmm. like that, you know, to what's happening. And one of the things the Lord pointed me to was the fact that God actually has a mark in scripture. There's the mark of God that's listed as scripture, which we don't focus on as much. Mm. You know, we focus on the mark of the beast and the Lord's protection comes with his mark. You know, where when the Lord says, no, I'm I am here and I'm working through this situation. We can believe that. And even in the middle of, you know, like like, let's say I I wasn't I wasn't in uh, all these tornadoes that happened. I wasn't like in the middle of the the you know even though i live in texas i wasn't in the middle of the path of any of the tornadoes or anything like that so i did not get to see the damage firsthand but even when you're in the middle of a situation like that if you know that the lord is with you you don't have anything to be afraid of you know it's like at the end of the day well if it's my time it's my time but i also know that until it's my time god is there he's protecting me you know and there's a correlation to so many different stories in scripture like uh, daniel in the lion's den you know it's like if i was in the path of that tornado that's what i would have been thinking about in the moment it's like well daniel like was there was a bunch of lions and daniel was okay so if there's a bunch of tornadoes i can believe that i'm going to be okay you know if if i'm walking in god's will and if it's not time for me to go yet you know Mm. if if this is if this is not it this is not it and i'm i'm going to be fine you know the the disciples in the boat is another good illustration of that it's just like okay Jesus is in the boat with us. Jesus is not going to go down, you know. Like we should have realized that, <laughs> you know, because God has a providential plan for Jesus to walk out, and the same is true for every believer today that God has a plan for our lives, you know. And can we walk out of that plan and we, can we rebel and we say and we say no, God, and walk out from underneath His protection? I believe we can,
1: absolutely, you know, like yeah. absolutely. But we have free will, you know? right?
2: But but when we're saying no, when we're humbling ourselves and saying no, God, I am going to say yes to Your plan. And even if it takes me into a dangerous situation or even if it takes me down this path that is rocky, that's rough or that's, you know, that has a huge potential for danger. I don't have to be afraid because God is with me. You know, like that was the point. And I believe the same thing, you know, applies today. Like God is still God is still here. God is still with us. And it, it's like sometimes the only thing that's stopping us from believing that is a moment of prioritizing his presence, getting before the Lord. And then hearing that still small voice, that's going to confirm that word to us and say, hey, no, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. You know, stop being afraid. And that's, you know, that's what many people, myself included, need to hear every single day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Did you guys hear what Troy said? You know how I'm always saying the solution to everything is presence, 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 presence. And Troy just said the same thing. So (laughs) take note. It's so true, though, you know, because.
2: A lot of times you would think, well, if Jesus were right here in the room with me, I wouldn't have anything to worry about. And it's like, well, he he is he like is. the power of the Holy yeah. Spirit. It's like, but sometimes we're looking the other direction, we're not realizing it. You know, it's like we're not focusing on it. And I just love the Holy Spirit. He's so gentle to bring us back to that place, you know, of belief and of of setting our eyes on Jesus. Yeah. So this is the next one, Jeff. Just moving on to the this is the next yeah. word. And y'all, this is there's a lot. Like I share so many words, and and I know, you know, it's like it's just the grace of God. And honestly, sometimes. I get stretched, you know, beyond what I feel like I can even handle. And I have I just have to lean on the Lord. You know, so this is just five out of a lot of stuff I shared. I do try to follow up with as much of it as I can. But these were five that were going to be that were going to be either interesting or or pretty obvious, you know, to talk about. So this one was something I shared on March 21st of uh, 2022. And the video was called God Told Me This About the Stock Market. So this is one of those words where it was more of a confirmation thing. So it wasn't God saying this is going to happen and then me seeing that, but instead it was the timing of it was so um nuts that I was I couldn't ignore it, right? So this is yeah. this is what actually uh, this is what I I shared. The phrase stock market word and then more rockets but less growth, less consistency of growth, but small bursts here and there like GameStop So I heard that phrase like GameStop, like that, that bursts. Right. Uh And so what had already happened was we had already seen that crazy takeoff of GameStop with all of the controversy there and all of the, you know, all the shorts and everything happening. And they thought it was going to drop and it didn't. And anyways, we had seen that crazy thing happen Mm -hmm. and people were expecting it to go back up. Right. But not sure when it was. We, and, and so you see, if you actually look at the graph, you see a few jumps, you know, like every once in a while. So the timing on this one was, was kind of nuts because what happened was the stock had been going down for a while, uh, you know, uh, on the graph. Um, and then it started to jump that same day, I believe, uh, March 21st, that I shared the word. Um, so a lot of times I'll share words, you know, I'll wait until the Lord kind of prompts me to like share, or I'll pray every week about, Lord, what do you want me to release? What do you want me to pray about more? What do you want me to wait on?
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit com slash give.
2: You know, and so that, that was, you know, oftentimes that's the case where it's the Lord saying, okay, now it's time to release this. So the, uh, uh, I'm just going to give you all like the increase of what actually happened. Um, so, uh, from the 21st, the day I released that word, to the 22nd, there was a 30% increase. From the 22nd to the end of the 22nd, there was a 50% increase altogether, or maybe that was on that day. And then, uh, no, no, sorry, altogether from the 21st to 22nd, and then the 21st to the 28th, the, altogether there was a 100% increase. So it literally doubled in that amount in, in like a week's time. And so that literally started that day, and and you know it was another like skyrocket obviously not as big as the original one where things just went nuts nuts but i mean i had people you know i had people literally post on there wow when you said gamestop was going to skyrocket yesterday i went and put a bunch of money in it i just made a ton of money like literally the next day they're like i just made a ton of money on wow. of this and i was like i and i had to respond i was like i didn't tell you to do that i was like that's not what i was saying
1: yeah <laughs>
2: so it was like in the future i need to be a little more careful about how i, I word that because uh-huh. i was like well that's great but i i i wasn't trying to tell you to do that yeah. You know, but uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Holy Spirit told him to do it. I don't yeah, know. But, maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but the weird thing about the response I got to some of this, you know, and, and I get to some of these kinds of words, you know, stock market stuff, it can get very sticky very fast. Sure. You know, because I think we can fall into that pitfall of, well if God could speak about the stock market then I'm going to that's I'm going to focus on that and I'm just going to get real rich or whatever. Right it, you yeah and you treat
1: also you can treat well regardless of the stock market or not people can if they're not careful turn a profit into a fortune teller or a right. or try to turn them yeah. into a fortune teller or a oracle of some kind and um, you know like a magic eight ball kind of thing you know and that's not the purpose of a profit you know so um yeah i totally get that
2: yeah and so i you know i had people say this is strange fire you know it's like when they see the correlation there and they're like wow that the timing is crazy then they would say something like well we think you heard something but it was it wasn't from god it was from like the devil or something you know because god would and the the reasoning was god wouldn't talk about something like stocks that was the reasoning behind it Like god would not talk about this and it's like well man like why not?
1: You know, like, yeah, that's me. My question is why, Like,
2: where is the scriptural like rules for what God is allowed to talk to and what God is not. It's
1: like, there isn't any, you know, like, well, people go money is the root of all evil. I'm like, uh ah, no, the love of money is right. the root of all evil. So if money takes place, cause that's the thing I look at is there's all these great things that God is. So let's, okay. Sorry to pause in this, but I'm just, I really want to focus in on this for a second, Troy, because, say the Holy spirit did prompt that person to put some money down and they did get money from it. And that actually provided a resource for them to funnel into something else that is actually kingdom driven. Right. So, um, there's this whole condemnation of somebody getting rich, somebody getting this or that, you know, and, um, God does not condemn wealth. God condemns the the love of if wealth, if wealth takes the place of him in your life. And right. so, but but there's all these things that we talk about and even prophetic words that we release about, God's going to do this in this field and he's going to do this in this mountain, in this mountain, he's going to do all these things. Where's the money going to come from? That's my question. Exactly. So there are people that are being positioned to fund these kingdom efforts. Yeah. They need money to do it. So-
2: 100% Jeff. No, I agree. And I actually had a friend I, when you know when I started seeing these comments I, remind, I was reminded of a friend's story um where he was praying to get essentially he need, he felt like he was supposed to go on this missions trip. He needed like $3,000 or something like that, you know, in like 24 hours. He didn't have the money. He had like $500 or something in his bank account, right? And God literally told him like he had a dream. God gave him a stock symbol and said, "Put the money here." And in 24 hours, his money had like tripled or quadrupled or something he literally had the exact amount of money he needed based on what he started on yeah and it was just like and he sold it and had the money and it's like man god can do anything god can use anything and there's a great example of this in luke 5 i'm not going to read all of it but it's just the idea of you know the disciples fishing all night right and Uh jesus telling them like hey cast your nets on the other side right and suddenly Uh they have this great catch of fish that was that day and age that was like the equivalent of a stock jump right it's like yeah. wow, we had a great catch of fish you could get yeah. rich off of uh you know an insane catch like not rich but you know what i mean it was like it was a wealth increase right and so it, it, when we see things like this we have to look at what is the point behind it and that's exactly what you're saying yeah. you know what 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 was the point behind it now in this instance did they use the money you know did they use the fish or something did they use the money for something i don't know probably you know there was probably a financial reason behind it too that we don't see in scripture but there was also a jesus was using it to say something you know like he was mm-hmm. using this very physical thing in physical reality to teach them a spiritual yeah, truth good. in that yep. moment and a lot of times that's what god will connect that's how the word of knowledge connects with the word of prophecy is hey here's the sign here's the wonder i got your attention now looking, look at, look at me and let me, let me share this with you. You know, like, here's what I'm trying to say through it. And a lot of times, if we're not asking that question, I feel like, man, we can get, we can get hyped up over something. We can get encouraged over something that God says that is fulfilled. But if we're not asking the question, what is God trying to say underneath? What's the base thing he's trying to teach me or trying mm-hmm. to share with me? Or how is he trying to encourage me in this season? It's like, we can kind of miss, yeah, know, what he was man. really trying to say. So that's, I, that's something that I'm always looking for is like, not just, you know that something was fulfilled or something was accurate, but also what what is God saying through it? You yeah, know, that's what, good. That's what's really good? So yeah, this is the next one. This is a um, uh, something I shared on March twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, this last year. Um, this is about Disney. When I heard this word, now obviously, I there's no way for me to prove this to anyone else, but when I heard this word, I literally had no idea that disney like like i had not followed disney at all i had no idea what was going on with disney and I, i i wrote this thing down thinking you know the night that i heard it i wrote it down thinking well this is out of the blue you know like this like what is this you know like why are you talking to me about disney right now and what does this have to do with anything and how could this happen right like that was my question like how could this even be true you know and so i wrote it down I ended up sharing it on March 27th. And I had heard it probably a month before that, maybe even a couple months before that. Oftentimes there will be a time gap there. And again, I cannot prove that. But I did share it March 27th. The video was called What God Just Told Me About Disney. Uh, What I heard was Walt Disney World is on a slippery slope. They're sliding down the Grand Canyon. There is a vein of sin running through the fabric of society. And once you're in it, you can't get out without the Lord's help. Then I heard they're running downhill at great speeds and they can't stop. There's no going back for them. And then I saw myself going over like a roller coaster peak, like the top of a roller coaster and then down this long slope of rail that, you know, where you can't stop once you start, once you go over the edge, you're going, you're going down. And I, and I heard these phrases. Now this is where it gets into, um, okay, how is this specifically fulfilled? And is this metaphorical? Is this very specific? I don't know, you know, but I'm just going to say it because this is what I had heard originally and we're seeing the, the, we're seeing fruits of this. Um, so what I heard was half the traffic, half the showing they're used to online and in person, something major going on behind the scenes. They will unveil shortly and it will hurt their business. Whoo. The major thing that was going on behind the scenes was the decision to back the woke agenda. You know, it was the decision oh, yeah. to and, and obviously we see now what happened, you know, in uh, in Florida with the with the bill that was, you know, that was very controversial, kind of like DeSantis versus Disney thing that happened. They came out with their stance, I believe, a few days after this word was shared.
1: Misrepresenting the bill, by the way. Right. Misrepresenting majorly it. Majorly misrepresenting the bill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so this is um, this is April tw- uh, 22nd, 2022. This is about a month after, a little less than a month after, DeSantis signs law dissolving Walt Disney World self-government. Now, this is a year later. So he, he literally started the, the push for that over a year ago. And now we're, we're a year later. This is March 1st, 2023. This is this year. Ron DeSantis signs bill stripping Disney's control of Randy Creek district, district Governor celebrates the corporate kingdom coming to an end. That's the phrase in this in this article. The corporate kingdom coming to an end and orders them repay $700 million in debt and taxes super super interesting you know like and i and i'm not going to jump into all the results if y'all want to look at a year's worth of headlines based on this we've seen the the bat the legal battle and the social battle you know and the economic battle in the state of florida all being being fought over this last year uh this these are the this is the stock price jump okay march 28th the day after i posted the video it was at 138 dollars. april 28th one month later 115 dollars So it was over a 15% decrease in one month. And there's also, this article came out in in, uh, 2022 as well, nearly 50% drop. This is the headline. Disney stock has tumbled nearly 50% as audiences turn away.
1: Hmm. Man.
2: And I believe that's part of that fulfillment of that, like half the, you know, the, the whole cutting it in half online type of thing. And you know, I I haven't seen the full fulfillment of this. I don't think. Um,
1: no, I think it's still going.
2: Yeah, I think it's still happening. Yeah. But but what is it going to look like by the end of all of this? I don't know exactly. You know, but I believe that this this word was was fairly accurate or very. You get accurate.
1: brought out. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It could be. Yeah, it, and, and, and I think it actually thing. be a very good thing.
2: So I've shared a few follow up words since then. One of those I shared on April 30th. So this is a month later because of all the stuff that started happening. I was like, wow, this is you know this is nuts. So I did a follow up word. And then, um, I also shared in that word, another word I heard, which was this, I heard this phrase to infinity and beyond. And then I had this knowledge that it wasn't going to work out that way. And that is the,
1: that is the, the tagline of the character Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story.
2: Right. And I saw that image of Buzz Lightyear trying to fly in that first Toy Story movie. And then like Mm -hmm. falling, it's like, you know, it's like that song, like I could fly if I wanted to. And then he's like, yeah. oh, no, I can't fly. And so it's like that moment of realization, like, oh, this is not happening right uh-huh.
1: now.
2: You know, and I saw that and I had that knowledge. And so that was what I shared in that video on April 30th. Like I had this knowledge. It wasn't going to work out, wasn't going to go to infinity and beyond. Listen, when I heard this word, I didn't even know that they were making a Buzz Lightyear film. Now I know I can't prove that. You know, I can't I can't show that on paper or anything like that, but I didn't even know. So when I, when I heard it, I was like, okay, I don't know what this has to do with, but I knew it had to do with Disney you know but then obviously we see the fulfillment of that word uh light year came out june 17th so that was shared the end of april about 3 months later june 17th light year bombs at the box office and uh, just one headline why light year bombed at the box office that i pulled um from and i believe that's from the the focus on the family you know uh movie review site is mm. is is where it was pulled from but yeah just crazy you know crazy it's 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 a it's it's a, a movie that you would have expected to do really well after the the Toy Story franchise and how much money they made there but then again there was a controversy over so this the folks on the family article had to do with why did it bomb there were many reasons that they listed one of those was well the the agenda that they were pushing in the film you know was something that they were they were trying that they hadn't really done yet right but it was it's like they they believe well parents didn't want to take their kids to see this because of some of the things that they chose to put in there, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like again, it's going back to the same original word, I, I believe, which was like the idea of the, you know, the slippery s- slope, this vein of sin that you yeah. know f- running through the fabric of society, absolutely,
1: undeniably, man.
2: Um, So yeah, so there's that's that a one. great
1: confirmation, man. Like that, that's a great confirmation.
2: Yeah. yeah so i've shared a few disney words since then um that kind of kind of go in the same direction a few more follow-ups and a few more words i'm not going to jump into those but i'm going to jump into this next one man this one is one of those words where <laughs> like i don't know like I, i'm i'm serious like i was shocked i was shocked by this one okay so um i do get shocked sometimes but this 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 is something i shared uh august 2022 about queen elizabeth the second. So the actual the actual video was shared August tw- uh, 29th, 2022. The video title, if you want to go verify that it's there and all that, and what that I actually said is God showed me what's happening to Queen Elizabeth II. So I saw a vision of Queen Elizabeth when she was young, early 30s. She had this crown on her head. This was a cool confirmation for me. A lot of times I'll look for personal confirmations. This vision that I had seen from the Lord, I went and I looked up Queen Elizabeth as a young woman. It was this, I found the picture of what I saw literally the exact same picture of what I had seen her wearing the same gown, the same crown, like everything was the same. And I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, like that is super cool. Um, but I heard, this is what I heard the Lord say. And this is what I shared in the video. It's Queen Elizabeth's birthday this year, a new birth. She's ready to be there, ready to leave home. She's already on her way in. She's the next to go. She's ready to go.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Like, that's what I heard. And so, you know, I kind of, I like I prayed, Lord, how do I phrase this? Cause it sounds like she's about to die. You know, like it sounds like she's about to pass on potentially, but I'm not sure if that's what this means or not. And so I just said, Lord, how do I phrase this? You know, and like I, I did say that in the video. Like it does sound like, you know, like, like it does sound like she may be, she may be passing on, you know, but also with that idea of like, if she's not saved, I believe the Lord is saying, he wants her to get saved before she goes, right? Like, cause I don't know if she is or not. You know, I didn't, I don't know if she was or not, but it, it's like, that's kind of how I presented it. It's like the Lord, he, he doesn't want anyone to perish. You know, he, like the Lord wants everyone to come to salvation. So if she wasn't saved, obviously that means he wants her. To, he wants her to get saved. But then I saw this image of a man's top hat in a shelf in a woman's dressing room, like in this high-end clothing shop. And I looked up Prince Charles, literally two days before that, he was, a picture of him was posted with a big old top hat on that looked the same. Like the same style of top hat and so that was another personal confirmation for me that wasn't something i could show you know or anything like that but for me it was like okay wow this the lord is speaking here and i need to you know i need to to treat this as such but i heard the lord say he's next he's going to take over for her so i don't know if that means you know i don't know what that's how that's going to play out next with the coronation and all that or if that's just a temporary thing i don't know you know so i'm not i'm not trying to say anything specific there um but i do know at least for a certain amount of time he has he has taken over in, in a sense and i don't know how much the royals he actually does you know besides just being a figurehead obviously nowadays but um yeah i heard the word i heard the word that day i shared it make sure you're ready to go make sure you're ready so the lord just really saying like hey don't don't put this off if you need to come to jesus you know like mm-hmm. make that decision today yeah and so um i was on the way back from a conference on august 20th and i saw again a vision of the scene the queen's crown i was on an airplane i believe and i heard the lord say this is next week when you get back you need to film this one next so like the lord told me get this word out that week and so literally 10 days later the queen passes away yeah man 10 days after that word and I, i i streamed a results stream you know called god predicted queen elizabeth's death 10 days ago um Obviously she was old, you know, and I think that was one of the the critiques I got about this when people were like, well, she was 96 years old, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like the 10, the 10 day time gap there to me is like undeniable, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's like, it's like calling it 10 days ahead of time. It's just, it's like only God could do that, you know, like, right, yeah, yeah, only God could do that. I mean, I, I had a, I had a grandma, one of my grandmas lived to be 106, you know? So it's like, wow. Just because someone's 96 doesn't mean they're going to die tomorrow. You know? Right. Yeah. You don't know. You still don't know. Um, Yeah. It's not like
1: her. um, Forgive me. Any of you. Out there. I cannot remember her husband's name. Uh, But I mean, he looked. old. so when he died, it was like, yeah, but her, I mean, she was still walking around. She was still, you know, functioning. She wasn't like she looked, she didn't look unhealthy. I mean, she looked advanced in years sure but um i never looked at her and was like yeah any day now she's you know so yeah yeah so
2: i i you know i for me this one was just like a like i don't celebrate when i I don't celebrate when people pass away you know it's like and that and that's this you know this is where we're getting into some some rough waters a little bit jeff because this next uh this next word here and several of the other ones that have been confirmed this year is like there have been really tragic things that have happened, you know, that I'm like, man, like, I kind of wish I hadn't heard a word about this, you know, because Mm. it's very tragic. And it's like, yes, I am, I'm so grateful that I'm seeing the word of the Lord, you know, like occur. But at the same time, it's like, I know the Lord is not excited about death is not excited about, you know, Uh like tragedy is not excited about suffering. and, And I'm not either, you know, it's like, so uh, uh, along with a lot of these, it's like, I try to take time to actually pray for the families being affected and, and pray for, you sure. know, the gospel to go forth, but also for people to be helped in the situation. Cause a lot of times it's like, man, like, honestly, like, I wish it wouldn't have happened, you know? It's well, like,
1: and, yeah, man. And look, like, I, I, I think anybody who's in the right heart, having a prophetic gift is, is that, there is a sobering nature to it. There is. Yeah. You do get some cool stuff, but you know, when you said I, it's like, you were talking about how it's not always, you know, like I, sometimes I wish I didn't get a word, but it's like, you're the obedience part is delivering that word. Right. But I was like, I, in my head, I said, said pretty much every prophet that's gotten a prophetic word that's been more heavy. Right. Um, right. But, um. Yeah, I was going somewhere that I can't remember, but I was just saying like, I, I know that that's, that is the case with a lot of different people that have a prophetic gift is, is, um, is delivering those sobering words. Um, And then it's not like, and I know you like, you're not a hellfire and brimstone person where it's like, sometimes when you can see people that all their words are negative. So, this isn't the case every time, but sometimes it's like, so you know you're probably watching a lot of news <laughs> yeah. and specific things you know um and and so yeah but you're you're definitely not like that I've seen enough of your words to know that you know it's a good there's a good mix and it's not always a word like this so
0: help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world all donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible visit ElijahFire.com/slash/give and become a partner today right
2: so. I was, gonna, I was gonna share number five on this list. I'm gonna skip that one. We're just, and since I said five earlier anyways, I'm just gonna go with five. I'm gonna go to number six here. The reason being this, the one that we have on the list here, number five, probably needs um, some visuals to act for people to actually see what was going on. And mm. since we don't have the visuals, I'm realizing it, it might be hard to actually um, clearly show that. Um, yeah. so, so this is, so we'll just make this one the last one in that case. Um, but this is something I shared uh, May 17th, 2022. Um, and the title of the video is God told me the devil is about to do this. And so what I saw was I saw a vision of a strange looking snake. And it, okay. and I saw this. Sorry.
1: No, I said, OK, yeah, OK, I'm, OK. I'm, I'm, tra- I'm just tracking. I'm just tracking. <laughs> yeah, 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 OK. Yeah.
2: Uh, so I saw this long snake traveling on a winding train track through the mountains. And instead of a train on the tracks, it was like a large snake the size of a train, right? Like slithering on the track. And I heard this phrase, a strange and unlikely event will happen having to do with a train station and ride. And then I heard the phrase, this is going to happen soon. So one of the things in the follow-up that I shared was like, I'm going to, I'm sharing this follow-up. I'm going to let people decide if they think nine months is too, is that counts as soon or not? Right. I think it does count as soon in the Lord's eyes. And, you know, but like, I'm going to let, I'm going to leave that up to people to decide. So this is one of those like middle ground ones where it's like, Hey, I'm okay if someone says like, I don't believe that's fulfilled, but I believe it's too specific not to be in my, my opinion. Um, so this is what, uh, one of the things we've seen happen since then. And obviously everyone was probably very aware of this. We've seen a series of train wrecks over the last like three months this year. Uh, you know, one after another, like in the, like all sorts of, and, and, and which doesn't make sense. It's like, why are the trains wrecking left and right? You know, like that doesn't make sense. So that's one thing that I've seen. But the specific one that I talked about in the follow-up is a, the train wreck that happened on March 1st of this year in Greece. So uh, the actual headline said, at least 36 dead. Sadly, scores injured as trains collide in Greece. So what happened was there were these two trains on the track that actually ran head-to-head into each other, which is very unlikely. Oh, wow. Very unlikely so what i heard was a strange and unlikely event will happen having to do with a train station and ride one of these trains was not a carrier it wasn't like a, a a typical train it was actually a passenger train and so uh that that's not super typical nowadays you know most trains are not passion passenger trains at least not here in the states and so The passenger train, the article says, had changed lanes and switched to a cargo track before it collided head-on with a freight train. But here's the weird thing about it. So the word had to do with the train station and ride. Uh, In the article, it says Greek police arrested the station manager of a train station in, in Larissa, which is the closest city, on Wednesday as part of a preliminary investigation. So he actually got arrested and I believe charged for uh for essentially negligence, like not wow. doing his job correctly, you know, and it there being a legal case against him. Man. Um, yeah. And so one of the this is this is the thing that uh for me actually makes it even more specific is that what I was seeing was this vision of a snake on the track, right? And and then I uh um and and the track was through the mountains. Okay. So it was mountainous area, snake on the track. Um, so obviously that can represent what the devil is doing. Right. Sure. You know, could re- represent Satan for sure. Um, the the valley that this occurred in, in Greece was the Tempe Valley. And it's actually located, it's a valley located between two mountains. So it was a valley between mountains is where the tracks were. This is what I found about the valley. There's a gorge, a famous gorge in the, the Tempe Valley called the Te- uh, Va- Vale of Tempe. And it's, it was, this is the, like, this is the, uh, the mythological, like, you know, it's, it's Greece. So there's mythological and legends attached, mythological Uh stories and legends attached to everything. So in the legends, this was this valley or this gorge in the valley was home for a time to Aristeus. I don't know how to necessarily say the name, son of Apollo and Cyrene. And it was here that he chased, uh, Eurydice. Eurydice, Eurydice, yeah. Uh, wife of Orpheus, who in her flight was bitten by a serpent and died interesting. So in that valley, the mythological story uh, about the valley was that she was bitten by a serpent there in the valley and died you know wow. yeah, and so it, it, you know immediately in my mind it connected it to the idea of the snake on the track, you know, in through the mountains or whatever. so
1: yeah, yeah Man. yeah, that was that. Um, it makes me wonder though, with that um. You know, cause there's a lot of people that talk about like the Greek gods and stuff that they were actually like principalities and like, they were actually like people actually saw them. And, um, right. it makes me wonder if there is actually a principality in that area specifically because it lines up with that story so specifically. And I'm wondering, I don't know if you have any insight into this, if that is a way of God highlighting the similarities between that, like what I'm pointing out that it's an inclination to pray because that's a horrible thing you know that happened and it may be that god is showing that there is actually a principality in that area Mm -hmm. i don't know man i'm just spitballing here
2: no i think you're right um i think you could be right for sure one of one of the things the lord kind of showed me was like you know sadly a lot of the people on the train were younger people Mm. um and uh the reason was because they were they had been they had been going from i think the university to Uh, one of the towns. I don't think it was uh, that city Larissa, which is the closest one. It might've been another one. Um, Let me see if I have it here. Yeah. The train is, this is what one of the, one of the uh, article says, the train carried more than 300 people, including many university students returning home from carnival, a three-day national party that precedes the Christian season of Lent. So I don't want to like assume, you know, why they were going to a carnival for three days before Lent, you know, but there's this idea of hey i'm going to live the way i want to live you know in the culture and i'm going to get right with god and i have time you know to get right with god later on but it's like one of the big reasons not to do that is because we have an enemy of our souls who's mm-hmm. literally fighting to take us out you know like or or fighting to like in some cases like try to end life prematurely in other cases keep someone bound you know or in other cases keep someone like lost, so lost in the darkness that they can't hear the truth anymore. You know? And so it's like that idea of like, yeah, I've got time, you know, it's like, no, you've got an enemy, (laughs) like, like you have an enemy. And it's that's not to like, that's not so that we walk around in fear, especially not as believers, because as believers, man, we we've got the blood of Jesus, you know, covering us. We we've got authority in Christ Jesus. We don't have to be afraid of the enemy, right? Like we are actually on the winning side as believers, but there it's like we can't just go about, you know, the word says we are not ignorant of his schemes. You know, so if there is, yeah, if the devil does have something going on, if there is a principality at work, it's like, man, we do need to be pray, we do need to be in prayer. We do need to see that, you know, like we need to ask the Holy Spirit, like, hey, what's going on here? Like, why? Especially if you see patterns, you know, you see patterns happen or you see like uh strongholds, especially strongholds in the mind, like the, like, oh, I think this way, my parent thought this way, their parent thought this way. It's like well, that's a generational stronghold, you know. Like it's yep. like that needs to be broken off. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, there is some physical things attached to that because maybe you were raised in the same area or maybe the same house and it's, or the same, you know, maybe you have the same income level that, that they had, or whatever it is. Like there, there are some similarities there, but at the same time, it's like there's more than that. You know, like yeah. like you have an enemy who wants the cycle of bondage to continue. You know, and it needs to be broken off. Yeah, and yeah, so I, like. <laughs> man, one of the things uh this this is an interesting story uh I don't know if I have time to share it or not, but yeah, it's, you it's absolutely cool. do,
1: yeah, you're yeah. good
2: i when we moved into our new house, we've been here about a year and a half, I started walking around the neighborhood or running going for runs, we have a big circle in our neighborhood that r- circles all the way around like a mile and a half mile to a mile and a half back to our house, so I would walk around in the evenings and I would uh have worship music on or something like that, and I would just be praising the Lord, you know, and there was one day where And again, this is something I obviously can't prove, but but this was my experience. There's one day where you know I'm walking around, I'm just worshiping the Lord, I'm praying, and suddenly I hear this like scream straight, like right behind me. If if it sounded like someone was standing right behind me, and it was like so loud, it was like so loud that it it literally sounded like someone was standing behind me and screaming as loud as they possibly could, and it was like a violent shriek. And a violent shriek, yeah. And I was like. And I, I, I immediately like spun around and I look around. There's nobody there, and I'm like, "What? What is that?" (laughs) And I like, I literally ran down the road the way, you know, the direction behind me, like looking around trying to find someone. I could not find anyone, and so I don't know if it was a real person shrieking or not. But I was like, I just kept going and I I prayed about. I was like, "Lord, what was that? Like, what is happening here?" And the thing that the, the thing that the Holy Spirit spoke to me before the end of the walk was, there was a. Essentially, a force of evil at work here that was broken off by the worship, hmm. and uh, and yeah, and I was like, man, <laughs> like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep these walks up, you know. I'm gonna keep worshiping the yeah. Lord, but it, but it's like probably something that wasn't happening, you know. There, it's like it's like I'm not saying I'm the only Christian in the neighborhood, you know. Like I I, I doubt that I am. But it's like when we, when the forces of good move in, you know, it's like the forces of evil have to retreat. And as Christians, we need to understand that, that it's like, man, I don't have to live my life in fear. Number one, but I also don't have to live my life like as a victim, you know, yeah. or, or, or trying to stay out of, uh, you know, And and this is something I've heard people say to me personally is like, well, be careful, you know, cause I like, I share a lot of prophetic words. I I minister a lot. I've heard people literally say, well, be careful because you know, the, the devil sees all that and he's, he is not gonna be happy about it or whatever. You know, it's like, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I don't have my days, you know, where I need, I need a faith boost and I'm, you know, I'm not yeah, saying I don't have a do. moment of doubt, Yeah, but it's do. like, man, it's like, wh- I don't care. You know, it's like, I I have the Holy Spirit on my side. I've I've got the King of Kings with me. I've got the Lord of Lords. Like, like the devil can get as mad as he wants. I mean, how, do, how, how does God respond when the devil gets mad? He he just laughs. He's like, oh, he got mad again. You yeah. know, like, it's like, he's not worried about it. So I don't have to worry about it either. Yeah. You know, a as point. a child of God. Yeah. So, man, I hope that, I hope these, uh, this, these follow-ups have been encouraging, especially for those who are like really seeking the Lord about. Uh, for specific things, you know, like, uh, and if, if it's okay, do you mind, do I have enough time to pray or I don't know? You, oh
1: man, absolutely. You have enough time to pray. One thing I want to point out really quick before you do. Yeah. Cause I'm just reminded of this story randomly. Um, and I know this guy personally that this happened to, um, is, um, uh, so specifically you hearing the shriek and obviously you're saying, I can't, I know I can't prove this, but, right. um, you know, there's a lot of talk about light and darkness becoming more clearly defined, especially in the West. Um, and for a long time, we've relied heavily on logic or relied heavily on, even within the church, putting God in a box, trying to for, make, create formulaic ways and methodology of how we uh, view certain things and how we explain why a miracle didn't happen or this and that, blah, 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 um, is... Um, this guy I know he was in the Brazilian um, jungle. So it was like the Amazon and there was a a small village and there was a child who was demonized. And so he went in with his team and these are indigenous people. They don't speak English and they go into the hut and there's this girl, maybe she's like seven or eight, six, somewhere around there. She looks at them. She looks at this guy And in an English man, a man's voice in English says, what are you doing here? And he goes, get out in the name of Jesus. And the, the, the little girl, the demon screamed and shot out of the window. um, And and it said he could hear the voice screaming and yelling its way down into the. Just until they couldn't hear it anymore. Wow. And so um, I believe that we are going to be seeing more of that in the yeah. days to come in the Western world. Yeah. Um, and so it's important. Like I keep talking about deliverance right now. God is preparing the bride. He's getting us ready, conditioning us. So don't resist those things uh, because um, we are going to be seeing some crazy town, USA kind of stuff, you yeah. know? So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Illumination says there's a quick touch on point seven. Oh, yeah. If you could touch on point seven, um let let us walk together really quick. She's saying I think that'll really encourage people. And then you can pray.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm so sorry. No, I it's totally good. forgot about that. Yeah. So this is um this is a word I got actually for today. I'm so glad you reminded me. Um way to go Nash. Yeah. This is something I heard. Uh so long story short, uh I had a decision to make several years ago and it was a big decision about my career. I didn't know what to do. I was and I had two different options, go this way or that way. And I took a walk and I remember praying. I was praying, "Lord, I need to hear specifically," right? So I believe this is going to encourage anyone who's in that place like, "I need a specific word about this. Lord, I need to hear you. You know, I need to hear your voice." And I remember going for a walk and I finally like got out of the got out of the house and I finally just uh, I was like as literally like set all the distractions aside and I hear God fairly well when I'm going for a walk. And like that's where I relax. That's where I, I, you know, I get alone sometimes. So that won't work for everybody, obviously, but you know, find your space, you know, to be with the Lord. But uh, so I'm going for a walk and I what I heard the Lord say was like you're at a fork in the road, right? You're at a fork in the road and like it's okay, you can go. I'm gonna go with you either way you go. Like that was my that was the answer the Lord gave me. And it was when i heard it there was so much peace that flooded my heart like i was i was in this place of like anxiety and turmoil and it was like as soon as i heard the word i had all this peace and you know the funny thing was as soon as i heard it i realized i didn't have to have anxiety the whole time like i didn't have to be anxious over this i didn't have to worry Mm -hmm. about it like i could have had peace the whole time if i had simply believed because i what i realized was it wasn't knowing what to do that gave me the peace because i still didn't know what to do you know it's just like the lord is just telling me like either way is okay in this case right and it was like, but it was knowing that he was with me and then he was hearing me and then I could hear from him. You know, it's like as soon as I stopped worrying about it, all the peace came. And I believe that's a word for someone today is yeah. is even while you're waiting for the word, expect the peace of God to show up. And it absolutely will, because the peace is just a fruit of the spirit. And when, where the spirit is, there's freedom, but there's also there's the love, there's the peace, there's the joy of the Lord. And we get to experience these things. Even before we hear the, what we need to hear, you know, even even while we're still waiting, you know, on the Lord. So this is the word I heard. I heard the Lord say, "This is what I want you to do, my bride. Take a long walk with me." And then He said, "Meaning, let us walk this life together as friends. Expect me to interact with you as you draw near to me." Don't look for me only through your neighbor. And when he said neighbor, I knew he meant like other people, right? Like like a a pastor or preacher or a friend or a spouse or something. But don't just don't look for me only through your neighbor. Look right at me, is what I heard the Lord say. Listen directly to me. I have something to say to you if you'll listen. And man, it's so easy to insert our own feelings and and thoughts and just fears and all these different things into what God might say or, you know, or it's like, but when we, when we, when we become quiet and still and we just, it's just a priority issue. You know, we just say, man, I believe that because I'm a child, I can hear from the Lord that he wants to speak to me and that his promises are are good, that his word is true. And I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this place and I'm going to keep seeking him until I hear from him. The Lord absolutely will speak and he absolutely wants to speak. So let me me pray, Jeff, if that's okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I just want to pray for anyone uh, who is seeking the Lord about something specific. And you're saying, Hey, I need a word. Uh, There's, there's something that I need either direction or confirmation or clarity on. Uh, For some people, it could be a a deliverance issue, you know, like a, a mindset that needs to change. It could be something like that, that you've been dealing with for a while. And sometimes the answer is getting a clear word from the Holy Spirit about what to do next or about uh, the, the the lie that needs to be re- replaced with the truth. So if even if, if that's the case, uh, I want you to pray with me. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for your presence here. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us. Thank you for welcoming us into the family of God. And when we believe in you, when we turn from our sin, when we say yes to you, when we put our faith and all of our hope and our trust in what you did, Jesus, and who you are. I thank you that we get to be new creations in Christ Jesus. Lord, that we get to live this life not on our own, not not through our own wisdom, Lord, but instead, as James says, we can ask and we can receive wisdom when we need it from God. Jesus says, you said that you would send the Holy Spirit, that that he would teach us all things, that he would remind us of all that you said to us. Lord, I just ask that that would begin happening to a greater extent for every person listening today. And I'm just saying that, and I'm hearing that from the Lord today, and I'm saying it by faith that this is going to start happening today. It's not a question, I hear the Lord saying, it's not a question of whether I want to speak or not. I hear the Lord saying, I will speak as you seek me as you seek my face in the quiet place. This is where my voice is found right here in the still and quiet. I hear the Lord saying in those moments where you don't know what to do, you know what to do now. Just come into my presence. Come into that quiet place. Let my word just flow over anything, any thoughts, any doubts, any fears let your strategies come from that secret place come from my counsel that place where you're just hearing from me and you're you're just saying yes and you're just going right into obedience where you're just saying whatever the lord says that's what i'm going to do and i hear the lord saying and i will be with you i won't leave you i won't forsake you i won't leave you alone Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I also hear the Holy Spirit saying, do not fear what comes next. This is a word for many people. And let the Holy Spirit confirm this to you as well. But the word also tells us as his children, we don't have to be afraid. We get to put our full trust in him as our, not just our savior, not just our Lord, but our father. God is our father. And he has this immense love for us as his people and as his children. I hear the Lord saying, do not fear what comes next. Only believe. And you will see me come through for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I just ask for confirmations as well. Just confirmations of your voice, however we need uh, it to be confirmed, Lord, however it's going to make sense to us as as individuals, Lord. I ask that you would bring those confirmations this week, that it would become, become so clear that it's you speaking, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus'
1: name I pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen, man. That was great. Um, okay, Troy, how can people follow you? You're releasing uh, new prophetic words yeah, regularly. So on, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: YouTube, uh, you just look for Troy Black on YouTube. Um, I'm also on Facebook, uh, Troy Black. Uh, and then also we just revamped Troy Black Teaching Channel. It's no longer Troy Black Teaching. It's gone. Uh, now there's uh, it's called The Mysterious Truth. Um, so go follow me on that channel as well, uh, where I'm going to be sharing kind of history channel-esque videos and then we're going to be doing a little bit of spiritual application at the end really targeting that towards unbelievers as much as we can uh and then trying to get uh especially in a lot of them we're going to be doing the gospel message near the end of the videos so awesome. there's that as well and then also
1: TroyBlackVideos.com is Very well. exciting. Very exciting. Well dude, thank you so much. This was really good. Really good. I know yeah, people were for- encouraged and God is amazing. Thank you Lord for confirming your words. Thank you. Um yeah absolutely so um everybody uh that is it for this week of elijah fire um happy good friday uh, today is a day of rejoicing um and uh and then also i gotta I, I just pray that you guys have just a blessed blessed weekend blessed sunday as you celebrate resurrection sunday easter however you guys call it um don't at me for saying easter uh, <laughs> some people call it easter and They're spirit-filled christians um So guys, have a blessed, blessed weekend. Tune in on Monday. We've got Jesse and Amy Schamp together, husband and wife duo. That's going to be a powerful episode. That's going to be at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. Also, elijahfire.com slash donate is how you guys donate. It keeps it at five days a week, keeps it free on as many platforms as we can manage. And we really appreciate it. And we will see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Jesse and Amy Shamp. Okay, bye.